Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. It is April 10th? Correct. All right. <laughs> Did that without looking. It's April 10th, 2019. Mass and, um, we are Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. I'm Mike. I'm A-Rod. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the sweet sound of the first annual Mass March Madness Bracket Champion. That's right. I totally forgot. Oh, what sweet endings this is, huh? Music to the ears. Well, if you guys want to be champions, just listen. Second place finish too, which was the bracket that we did live. We did live. Yes, the bracket we did live came in second. It's not rigged, I promise. No, it's not. For some people who think it's rigged, it's not. Well, that live bracket was it was mostly uh, live listeners because we had the live stream going. So we asked pretty much everyone who was watching to pick games for us. Uh, we had one person pick like Florida to go to the final four. It was Florida versus Florida state in the elite eight in that bracket. That's what they chose. And we still ended up taking second place in that. I don't know how. That's because you and I, cause there was no viewers. You and I chose Virginia to win it. Yeah. Thank God. So it was mostly you guys, but in the end, uh, you couldn't have done it without us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so real quick, uh, we have a huge, huge show this week. A lot of fun that we do. Um, we have the illustrious John Coe with us today. We're going to introduce him a little later on. Um, truly a man of class and poise. Very much looking forward to that. Um, something real quick. I want to mention, uh, this Saturday, um, I just want to, I want to plug this in. This is kind of off the cuff. Uh, me and... Crystal, the owner of uh, There's Always Room for Dessert. Me and Crystal, in the morning on Saturday, we are walking uh, an MS walk. So I just wanted to give you some information on Saturday, April 13th. Uh, we're walking to find a cure for MS. Uh, this is near and dear to me and Crystal's heart. Uh, Crystal's dad is unfortunately uh, diagnosed with MS. So we try to raise money every year. If you go on my Facebook page, we're actually almost at our goal already. That's awesome. So... Go on my Facebook page. I shared it on there. Um, you can check out Crystal's Facebook page, too. Uh, we are the Flynn's Squad. So, uh, yeah, we are almost at our goal. So go on there, donate. We're walking this Saturday. It's going to be a good cause. We're going in the morning. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's a great cause. But I sadly will not make it because it's my birthday, and I will be very hungover. What a day. What a day very, that is. <laughs> very hungover. Um. Saturday also, uh, I wanted to plug this in, uh, Saturday night at, I believe, shit, I forgot. I think it's at D&D's in New City, uh, Morticia's last show. Hmm. They're breaking up. Okay. Just hot off the presses. I just thought I'd plug that in, um, but Saturday is a huge day. A-Rod's birthday. Fucking right, I'm walking for MS, uh, farewell of a, of a great band. I don't know, it's just... What a weekend coming up. And the Masters. That's right. But there's, if there's one time I get drunk during the year, it's always my birthday. It's the only time I get drunk. And it's usually a shit show. Okay. Because usually, I usually have That's to gonna, drink like... Now is your birthday on... On Saturday. It's on on Saturday yes. is your birthday. So you're going on Friday or you're going on Saturday night? Well, I bowl in league on Friday. So, and that's like a big drinking league. And I took off my work on Saturday. So it's going to be a good well, time. As we've discussed, bowling is one of those sports that you can play with a beer in your hand. So that's correct. I usually bowl good when I'm hammered. How are you gonna How are you gonna bowl when you're double fisting? Uh, I use a ramp. 
I guarantee I could probably use like a rem to still beat Sadowski. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, shots fired already. They've been firing shots like this first episode. The, the lane's gonna be all curved for you, and you're still gonna bowl some strikes. Fuck yeah! Okay then. Well, so yeah, so we have a lot going on. Also, what uh, this past weekend was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the biggest show there is of entertainment. It was uh, uh, shockingly good. I thought it was great. Al- almost the whole, almost, almost the whole card was. Except good. like the couple matches we knew were squash matches, so who care? Who really cares about those? Well, or? like, like the like Randy Orton AJ was a filler match. Clearly, some, the Ro- Roman McIntyre was filler. That match. Yeah, the lighting was way off for that match. So I mean, like Randy Orton apologized on Instagram, but obviously, yeah, you know, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, you can't do anything about that. Plus, a- AJ got hurt, I heard. Hmm. I broke something during the match. That's not good. Who else broke something? Ronda Rousey. Hey, Ronda Rousey. Thank God. Apparently, wrestling, apparently broke her hand. It sucks. Although, what we said last week was not true. That match was pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Ah, uh, you see? Just come out of your shell. No, Lo- I just, Love Ronda. I, I despise just Ronda. Help, help, us, help no. us to love Ronda. No. She's good in the ring. You saw it at WrestleMania. She's fine. She does her thing. So she'd be like Roman, like half a Roman. She's good in the ring. But horrible at promos. Well, she can sell. Roman Reigns can promo, kind of. Her name sells. Well, her... Not her in the well, ring. Well, she can, she can sell an injury in the ring. Not real. No, she can't. She can't fake. She can't play uh, being hurt. No, I, I think she knows how to kayfabe being injured. I think she's been doing that her whole career. Oh. Ah, right. <laughs> you see what I did there? All right. All right. Uh, no, I think she knows how to uh, act like she's hurt. You know, I think uh, that aspect, I think she's pretty good at. She can sell in the ring. She has some technical skills, so some of her moves, as sloppy as they are, can still look good. You know, she has that capability. And I think she showed it at WrestleMania. But it, I did... What we said last week was that match was going to be mostly Charlotte and Becky, and it ended up happening. It was mostly Charlotte and Becky Absolutely. doing the wrestling aspect, and then Beth, and then Ronda really coming in. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's still but, learning, so I'll give, her, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, whatever. For, for what she is, she's good. Yeah. She's okay for what, you know. The baddest woman on the planet. Yeah, well, uh, not anymore, but. But she did suffer her, technically her first loss. She was the one that was pinned, in quotations, pinned. Yeah, and uh, I think she was going to be the one to be pinned if, if, which we said last week. Yeah. If if she w- if if there was going to be a loser in that match, it's going to be Ronda. It was going to be Ronda, or it was going to be either Ronda or Becky. I don't think they. W- it was either going to be Ronda winning, pinning Becky, or Becky pinning Ronda. Right. But it was weird that match that that the ending was botched hard. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm surprised they didn't really reiterate on that on the well, raw. I after. noticed they really didn't, when they show like the pin, they didn't show the full pin. Like they'll show the one shoulder down on both. Well, they showed it and they they replayed it after in slow motion. And even the commentators are like, "Well, shoulders weren't down all the way. That might be trouble." And then the raw after, they didn't really mention that at all. Nope, of course not. So, but it was overall the the match itself was overall. It was, great. A, a, it was a great match. phenomenal match. I loved it. I was also super drunk by the time that match happened, so everything was just 
there. Good for me. <laughs> I'm okay with it. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, what we said last week, it wasn't really true. We said uh, that there's a possibility it could be bad, and it ended up being a pretty good match. My favorite match of the night was the Miz and Shane match. Yeah, and uh, we said that Shane was going to do something stupid. It ended up being both Shane and Miz doing something and stupid Miz, together. He's not the one like known for taking risks, and he took some big risks. I did say last week that this could be a setup for Shane getting a fuck you victory, and that was definitely a fuck you, a fuck you victory. So yeah, absolutely, that was we 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 did call that match wrong though. We said the Miz was going to win. We had a couple of matches wrong. I think they were was that match. It was the the SmackDown tag, no, the women's the women's tag, tag title, match, um, which the was Raw tag titles. Awful. The women's speaking the women's of Raw tag titles. How about Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins? I think it's I think it's a big uh, I think it's a big uh, uh, plus for WWE for ending the streak at two sixty nine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think that's huge. When I heard that his streak was at two sixty nine and it was WrestleMania, I. I just think automatically they, said that he was winning. They both win because they're both from New York. Right. Yeah. Same with right. somebody else. who Another woman. One that were from New York. Somebody else. Carmella. Thank you. Supposedly. She's not really. I don't from think Staten, she's from New York, though. She's from Staten Island. Is she? Yeah. Oh. Well, she was from Jersey. No, it was Penzo. Oh. Loser. Whatever. But, any, yeah, but no. Uh, that at Raw tag match, I mean, it was on the pre-show. Which I get it because it wasn't really that it wasn't really that good of a match, really. You know, it looked like it looked like a raw sh- a raw match, like any match on raw. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, the whole aspect of that match was giving Kurt Hawkins his first win in two hundred and sixty nine matches. <laughs> nice, two hundred sixty nine matches. So that's a shitty feeling. I think my losing that many. Yeah, but that was supposed to happen. But how awesome of a job is that to have? Just here, here's he made like two hundred thousand uh-huh. last year. He was like, here, get paid all this money Don't and just go out there and look like shit. Your job is safe. Okay. His job is safe, whether he wins or loses. That's perfect. Man. But here, just go get paid all this money and just fucking flop. All right, that works. He's actually pretty good in the ring too. So they just chose him to just. Here, go take a shit in the ring, and you're good. You're, yeah, get paid this money. You're good to go. You know, who would want? Who would not want that job? I, I would take that job. I would definitely take that job. I'll definitely, I'll definitely get some bumps in if I'm getting paid 200k a year just to lose. I'm down. I'm okay with that. I'm, I definitely, I'm okay with that. Yeah, what else we We had hmm, the well, the Roman and Drew McIntyre match. We knew Roman was not losing. That was a given. Yeah, and you know the that match ended up being a filler match because you know it's Roman Reigns, it's WrestleMania, give him a match. match back, but uh, I thought they were going to use that match more for um, promo purposes, like they were going to sh- kind of use that match as a shock value match. And I really thought like Dean would come out or someone or uh, Dolph Ziggler. I was hoping Dolph Ziggler would come out, but it didn't. It just didn't happen. It was it was one of those matches where if you had to take a piss or get a beer, that was the match to do it in. I mean, it was it was typical Roman. Ma- it was typical Roman match. No, I did that during the women's tag titles. I didn't give a shit. I didn't want to watch it. That match was the worst match of the night. Horrendous. I almost fell asleep for that. It match. was horrendous. I actually fell asleep during the Baron Corbin Kurt Angle match. Uh, see, no, I was just tired. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I didn't really fall asleep for that match. That was the second to last match of the night. I didn't really fall asleep for that match because it was 
Kurt Angle's last match, I didn't really want to miss much of anything, but that match ended up being a decent match because of Baron Corbin. Like I said, Baron Corbin can put on a good I match. Just, I don't I just, like Baron Corbin. The only thing I don't like about is the order of the card. That was one of the shocks that they opened the show. Yeah. First of all, they opened the show with Hulkamania. That was great. Which was cool. I was and on the Velvet Team. And by the way, was coming out. by the way, Alexa Bliss's tits looked great in all four dresses she wore last uh, that night. I, mean, I covered how many dresses she wore. That's about it. I, I'm obsessed with her, so of course I'm counting dresses. Are you kidding me? Oh my <laughs> Horn dog. All right. Yeah, but they opened. Yeah, but they opened that. I, I just I loved how they did it because they had Hulk out there. He was talking, doing his thing. Alexa was out there. They were both doing the poses. You know, uh, what you gonna do, brother? You know what I'm saying? Did you hear him call it the MetLife Center? Yes, it did. I think he did that on purpose, though. Because he, because he, yeah, yeah. He, they def, that was definitely on purpose. But then I like what they did because uh, when Paul Heyman just kind of strutted out there, oh, yeah, like during like typical Paul Heyman style, just ignore and just walk right past him while the music, while Hulk's music was even hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was great how they and they opened the match with uh, with the Universal Title match, which actually uh, I had my predictions wrong on DraftKings, one hundred percent. What? I had the IC title first. Oh. Then I had. The Universal title, then the WWE Championship, and then the Women's Championship. Yeah, you got that dead wrong, because why would they put the IC title first? The reason why the IC, the Intercontinental title was later on in the card, because it was night out, and the Demon was coming. They're not going to have the Demon Finn Balor come out during the daytime. Well, it defeats say, the purpose. It's it dark at like 8, so it took forever. 7.30 now, so whatever. <laughs> So I'm saying that match was definitely going to be later well, on because it'd be first, but I knew it was going to be like, it was going to be like fourth. We're just still getting dark. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of figured that match would be earlier on too. Uh, that was actually one of the matches that I kept forgetting about because during the during the night we were like, what do we have left? We have the main event. So I kept, we got, I just kept looking at the time. I was like, how many matches do we have left? I was like, get this one, this one. Fuck, we forgot about this one. Like six matches left at like ten o'clock. I was like, but this is fucking going to be late. You know it was hard too when it was when it was still light out light out during WrestleMania because I work in TV production, so I know like the cameras and stuff mm-hmm. and how like a lot of the TV cameras work and stuff. What was hard for me and maybe it was just me noticing it, but they had the production crew really had a hard time getting the lighting right in their cameras. Like the shot was too low. I'm sure Vince ripped them a new one for it. Yeah, the shot was way too low, and then all of a sudden it was way too bright, and then they would fix their iris and they'd fix their like they would raise the raise and lower their gain while the camera was on live, and I I saw it. There was one point I forgot which match it was. Someone was getting pinned and then broke out of it. Then something else happened like right after it, and they turned to the crowd. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Go back to the match." Yeah, there was another point where uh, they had the camera on, and I forgot what match it was, but they were someone was up on the turnbuckle. Almost, they were getting ready to do a move, and the cameraman was right on the side and looking up at the superstar going up on the top rope, and then it cut out. It cut to black for a couple seconds, and then came back on. So I think I don't know what happened there. I think he went to lower his iris, and he realized what filter he was on, and it lowered it too much. When you lower the iris too much. And you're on a, a different filter, it can it can shut the camera off. 
Wow, if you're too low. So I think that's what happened. And then they told him, oh, you know, they kind of freaked out on him a little bit. They didn't use that shot for the rest of the night, too. I don't blame him. I think they sent that guy home. Idiot. But, uh, yeah, no, they when they opened the show with I, – I, I didn't really care. I didn't really like how they did that because they were like, oh, well, we just want to get out of here early. But it was typical Paul Heyman fashion. I like – the match went typically as I thought it would. Yeah. Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Seth, and then Seth just like I think he's resurges. I thought I think he actually thought he was throwing him into like the LED board inside the ring, but it wasn't, and he actually hits like the support beam of the, the ring. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know how true that was because the raw after I mean his his elbow was covered. Right, yeah, but he still wrestled like he wasn't even phased. I mean, he got padded up. And bends up. I think it'll be okay. AJ Styles, Randy Orton was okay. Yep. It was a filler match. Except with the lighting thing, again, TV production. It's live TV, though. Live TV is... Anything, some, anything you're going to you're gonna fuck up live TV. It's just, it just happens. But with that big of a production, with that many people watching, shouldn't be that many mistakes. It's done fucked up. So there's one thing in DraftKings. It was like, they guess how many people were in the crowd. I guessed... 82,267. Um, and what made that match great was, of course, Ricochet and Alistair Black. Like him getting like superplex off into landing on his feet somehow. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming too. Well, he landed on his feet, but then kind of botched it. But then he played it off so well because well, he kind of fell back into the he corner. Also, it was only like 10 feet up in the air. It's kind of hard. It was higher than that. Falling backwards. It's higher than that, man. Yeah. So but you can like break a leg doing but it. But you knew it was going to happen. He, you know. But that match was good because of those two. Obviously, the best match of the night was Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Okay, well, that match, that match was slated to be a long, a, a long match, which is evident because the, the beginning of it was so slow. It was, and I was really worried that it was going to stay that way, and it was going to end up like Shinsuke and AJ. But then, halfway through the match, it just got, it just built and built and built, mm-hmm. and, and then Kofi won. I first of all, you knew Kofi was winning because. New Day had like the, the, a present for him if they won. It wasn't like Kofi was going to lose like and then just like a brand new title, like a, a blue title. Yeah, I thought, I thought I thought that was I thought that was the title in the box, but they had the title underneath the uh, the stupid hemp title. Thank God, that's Thank God. gone. God off. Well, I title. thought they were having a a new women's universal title because yeah, because I thought you know how Kofi titles under that thing. Yeah, I thought the same thing was going to happen there, but. Well, they made Becky walk out with both titles. She's been holding both titles. Yeah. Oh well. What, um, but did you see that when they unveiled the when they unveiled the new slash old title yeah, that Co- Kofi's, Kofi's plates were still were on it? Yeah, they knew. Why? They should have just put w- generic plates on it. Well, they knew he was winning. That's why. Well, yeah, they slayed. Yeah, it was. I think if he lost, all eighty-two thousand people were going to riot. Yeah, they were going to leave if Kofi lost that match. 
but it was good that all the all the big matches uh all the all the kayfabe faces won it's very rare that it happens seth kofi and becky mm -hmm. it's very rare that it happens um but that match was pretty good that match ended up a studded match so uh, we were not sure what was going to happen with Rey Mysterio. You know, I, well, if, once you say he was wrestling, he knows it was going to be a quick one, two, three. He was injured and his, his ankle was injured going into the match and there was nothing cleared with the doctors, but the way they played it off, I think was really good. And I, what a, what a, um, what a true pro Ray is. Cause there was no way he was missing his WrestleMania match, I mean, but at the same time, the ring too, you know? well, they made, they made him look not like Rey Mysterio for all the for all the marks out there who are like oh Rey Mysterio is going to look good stop it no but what a pro that Rey is that even though he came out for his Wrestlemania match but he had to sacrifice him looking good but Samoa Joe he made he put over Samoa Joe like like crazy yeah and that was it a five minute match maybe not even but the reason why it was five minutes was because he was injured all right. But I, overall, this was a good WrestleMania. I thought so, too. Oh. The return of Thugonomics. Oh, my God. Uh, so good. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. I hate, I, I've always uh, boasted how much I hate John Cena. But can we talk about he's from Boston and he came out in the all Yankee gear? He comes, yeah, when he was when he was Thugonomics, though, he'd come out in gear in any, whatever city he was in, he'd come out in their city's gear. He, that was Makes what sense, he did. But I wonder how much I actually hurt him for being from Boston to wear Yankee stuff. Imagine if he came out in like Mets we, stuff or Rangers well, can stuff. We talk about uh, Michael, whatever, coming out in the Odell back in Cleveland jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Col Royal. Colin Jost. Yeah, I love yeah. every second of it. And he took it in, too. Oh, yeah. He took it he in. He's like, ah, uh, yes, thank you. Michael Michael Chase face the whole time. He, he was, was coming down wrestling headgear. Yeah, he was. The, the entire time. He looked like he was a scared little puppy coming down the ramp. And then I hated that Battle Royal, by the way. Well, we, I hated we knew Braun was winning, so it didn't really matter. Triple H and Batista, we were wrong about that one. Uh, was. It was eh. It was a way for Batista... To retire, he retired right after. Thank God. Uh, that match wasn't that good, watching it. But they were two older wrestlers. Batista had some ring rust because he's been doing movies. He's been out of business for a while. Triple H is as old, but those it's two wrestlers, those two wrestlers for me personally, are two of my top five favorites. So for me, it was fun to watch because it was Triple H and Batista at WrestleMania again. I said Triple H was losing because Vince is leaving for the XFL and Triple H needs to focus on the company, but... Somebody's going to focus on the company. He's just going to be like chain and wrestle with the huge events. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's just, he's going to have maybe maybe like five or six matches a year, only at the big time stuff, maybe. More than Brock. M yeah, more, more than Brock. More than Brock. But less than Kofi in one night. But, uh, yeah, I got to say, uh, watching those two, I guess it was just a way for Batista to actually retire. Because he never he never really retired. Like Not quit, really. Quit like five times. Yeah, he just kind of left and then came back randomly and then left to come back, win the Royal Rumble, and then left again. Like 
I think it was just his way to just say goodbye. And against Triple H, it was a good opponent to do it against. Even if Triple H lost, Batista would have been a good opponent for Triple H to retire on. Like, either way. Ric Flair got involved. Of course Ric Flair got involved. Are you kidding me? And Ric Flair looked good. He did. He looked healthy. Yeah. That's always a plus. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, um, I think we covered, we covered all the matches. So, oh, listen, overall, I really enjoyed this WrestleMania. I'll give it, I'll give it an A. Not A plus, I'll give it a. I, there could have been some things that could have been done differently, like the production. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that, but the production was shit when it was light outside. I mean, they're not. Listen, those guys aren't used to filming outside. Outside, in a in a lighted area, they're used to filming in arenas that are closed, and well, I I get it, you know. But you know, credit. if you're gonna be doing big time productions like that. You got to at least know how to handle an iris or handle, you know, your gain value, whatever. I don't know. That's just me. No, I have no clue. That's just that. me noticing that. I have no clue, so. I'm, you. I'm a little nerd, so bear I, with me there. I know. Fuck you. Not really. Very cool. So, yeah, no, WrestleMania was good. Yeah, definitely was. I agree 100% on that. And you found out that I got two words for you. <laughs> oh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart uh, got attacked oh during the ceremony, the Hall of Fame yeah. ceremony. Did you see how all the wrestlers came in from like the front row and just like beat the shit out of that guy? Dude, uh, what was it? Dash Wilder from the revival? Legit threw like the craziest punch I've ever seen on that guy. Yeah. Then Braun Strowman walked over. Braun Strowman. You can point Braun Strowman out in a crowd anywhere. He's also like six foot, like eight. 360. Still not bigger than Aaron Judge, though. I would think See I, the picture of him and Aaron Judge standing next to each other at Yankee Stadium? Aaron Judge has got like two inches on him, but still. Yeah, well, Aaron, he's also as wide. You didn't Bron, see that? You didn't Bron, see the picture? My God. Bron, but Braun's fucking huge. Braun is fucking huge. That just says something about, about my man Judge. You're a Mets fan. What do you care about Judge? I like Aaron Judge. Yeah, whatever. I don't listen. I don't hate the Yankees. I hate Boston. Okay. So we can agree on that. Okay, whatever. Everyone hates Boston. Uh, not really. Um, so, that's enough wrestling. Yes. I'm wrestled out. Yeah. Sponsor? Sure. We'll do some Burning Yard Designs. Owner. You remember the name this week. Good Lindsay, job, buddy. Owner, Lindsay Knapp. It's a candle company. It's 100% all-natural soy candles. That's a good sense, like lavender vanilla. You got some cappuccino espresso. My favorite, I know this is Allie's favorite for all you basic bitches, some pumpkin spice latte. You got some blueberry cobbler, you got some good other scents. She does party favors, she does birthday gifts, big candles, small candles, anything you need, custom labels. Give one to your friend for their birthday and say, hey, fuck you, happy birthday. It could be anything. It's good, she ships out quick, never go wrong. Those candles don't shatter in your living room either. Like last week. But yeah, if you spend four dollars or more, enter promo code Mass Podcast, receive ten percent off. Can't beat it. You find her on Instagram, you find her on Facebook, and Etsy. Etsy.com slash shop slash burning out designs. Before we introduce our guests, uh, I might as well we might as well just uh, do this as well. Uh, things that go well with candles are cakes. <laughs> 
What type of cakes? Uh, There's Always Room for Dessert is a uh, cake uh, dessert company run by Crystal Flynn. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. She handles any of your dessert needs for any event, bar mitzvahs, birthday parties, bat mitzvahs, uh, weddings. Uh, she does full table spreads of any type of dessert you want. I've seen her make an entire wall. Now, it's weird because, like, you can hang, like, it's like a vertical wall with like these sticks coming out and you can actually hang multiple donuts on each of the sticks. It's like a donut wall that she did for a bridal party, bro. Can I say you're sticking sticks in holes? Yes. Okay. Yes. I <laughs> just want to throw it out there. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. Tons of practice. Got it. Which is good. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so find her on, on Facebook, Instagram. There's always room for dessert NY. Her name is Crystal Flynn. She will hook you up with anything you need dessert-wise. She's actually, again, like I said, every week, she had me pull out all this butter and buttermilk to make another. She's making something else tonight. I don't. She's so booked up. But she's, uh, she's, going, she's going crazy with it, so it's good. But, yeah, there's always room for dessert NY. Look her up. Good to go. <laughs> so, um, check her out. She Good. will hook you up. Yep. Now, for the guest of honor. Everything you guys have been waiting for. Can I, can I speak now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would. I want to introduce you a really dear friend to me and A-Rod, a uh, huge guy who just just emulates uh, confidence, we'll say. Oh, God. <laughs> you he, like, he's good at some balls and holes. How you, well, yeah, of course, uh, with, with crooked sticks. So what we're going to do is I'm going to introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, on mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports. So please join us in welcoming Mr. John Coe. Hello, hello. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Man? Welcome to the show. Welcome. This is exciting. I'm excited to talk some golf. Mr. Mr. Broke. Yes. Uh, Mr. Broke is in the building. Uh, but we've been, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. And we, I know we've both been pumped. I know you've been pumped to come on the show. Well, yeah, you were talking about the, the dessert place. Yeah. They're one of your sponsors. That's actually one of the choices you have as like an exit station. At weddings, you can get like donuts, yeah, kind of things. So you can get those as you leave. So yeah, it's perfect. And I've I've seen her it's do some good. crazy wedding spreads. Yeah. So it's 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 yeah, she goes all out, man. I'm sure, she could do that. She stresses out too, which stresses me out, which makes me eat even more of her cakes. Exactly. Don't so stress I'm, me out. Though. I'm cool with it. You shift some of the cakes this way. I'm okay. With so it. you did house that huge ass cupcake oh she made at Patrick's St. Patrick's Day parade. Day parade. I ate like two. It's <laughs> a fat joke. Those, those, uh, I know. It's a fat joke from John there. <laughs> Because that was the first time I had like one of her cakes or cupcakes. I was like, "Let's see how this is." Two bites, gone. Oh my god! And it wasn't a small. It wasn't a mini cupcake. No. Like this thing was. Yeah. All right, I'm in. But anyway, John Cole, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. It's always good Thanks. to have any guest on, but you especially because we have such a huge thing coming up this week that you just know everything about. You just ooze it. The Masters, big tournament, yes, huge, huge. Some people know about it. I love. Eh. I love it. <laughs> no, it's it, it really is. It's it's probably the most worldwide golf tournament that, that, that exists. That's why they made, that's actually why they had the ladies play last week for the, the women's amateur. They're trying to make it a more global sport. They had 30 different countries there last year for the uh, last week for the girls amateur. Well, golf, I mean, golf is one of those sports. They have, they have courses like huge courses everywhere around the world. Yeah. So why, of course it's going to be yeah, a it's worldwide It's growing thing. everywhere. It's yeah. actually growing 
more in other countries than, than the U.S. right now. Is, I can see that. I can definitely see that, too. Especially for the LPGA Tour. Obviously, South Korea is huge. You know, yeah, one out of everywhere. Yeah, I mean, they're, and, and they're, and they're all great players, and they're in their own right. It's, it's good. You like to see anyone play well. That's Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's very true. Although, I, I, me personally, I'm the guy that if you're not drunk by the ninth hole, and you, are, are you even golfing? Everyone gets something different out of golf. <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> I go to have a good time. Yeah, you go, you, you're driving around the card. It's a good time. It's nice weather. Also, depends who I'm golfing with, because I know like, a certain crowd I go with. We like go just have fun, or if I go with my uncle, there's usually like six flasks just lying around somewhere. <laughs> I've been saying you, you and I need to go golf, and we need to go with you. Definitely. Yeah, we we need to hit this. We need come to up to Scoop uh, Rock, baby. Come on. Yeah. I'm ta- I'm down. Rock, right? Well, yeah, one of the golf professionals there. Me, me and Jimmy run the show. It's awesome. Shout, said, out, shout out to Jimmy McCann. Think yeah, how, think how is being one of the pros having a main golf course around Rockland? How is it? Uh, it's kind of, it's actually, I was just thinking about that the other day. When I was younger, I used to drive around this place and was, I was like so overwhelmed with the idea of golf yeah. in itself. And now I run the place actually through rock, you know, obviously with a few, with a few uh, good guys there and, and a female pro that we have now. So it's, uh, it's kind of a surreal feeling. You know, I worked under Mike Lodine at Rotella. He kind of, kind of gave me my, my guidances. Set you on your way. Yeah. He said, you know, gave me confidence to be able to, to be where I am today. So it's been it's been a good little journey here. And that's a, that's a great course too. I, I, I've, I've played Spook Rock a couple oh, times. It's a really nice yeah, course. Was that like under like uh, new management for like the course? Yeah, management or? yeah. The town the town still owns the property, but Applied Golf, which I work for, they uh, they run we run a day to day operations now. So it's a little different. Great shape. Great shape. I mean, it's a renowned layout. It was it was top twenty five in the country in the nineties actually. So that's awesome. Um, I was, there's new places that have way better clubhouses than, than we yeah. do now. So so we lose those in those rankings. But as far as the layout and course conditions, we're we're really good for for what we eat, the product and what we charge, you know. Never, the, never too expensive. The, the clubhouse is I mean that's it's always good to have a good yeah. clubhouse, but if you don't have a good course, what's the point? The, so the I course think, sells the play. You know yeah. Jim and I say all the time, we could be the nicest guys in the world, but it's the greens and Reese and the superintendent and the course that really sells that's how it should that be. Sells it. Exactly. That, that's, that's what makes a good go- golf course is to Play golf, exactly. Yeah, yeah and, and, and to get drunk at the exactly. to get drunk at the clubhouse, and a, good, and a good clubhouse. golf course, and a good golf course. You can have a, a junior play there, and you can have a really low handicap play there, and you play the course completely different from a different set of tees, and that's kind of what Spook Rock offers, and a few other golf. Like I'm, like I'm saying, I'm like an avid golfer, like a golf as much as I probably can, but handicap confuses me sometimes. Like I just don't understand it. Like I got a handicap saying my handicap's right. like fourteen, right? I don't understand what that means. So that's your index. So your index goes from course to course. Mm-hmm. So depending on the course rating and the slope, there's a, a formula and it tells you how many shots you get. So there's like those little charts that you see that you ever see uh, by the handicap computers. Yes. Those that's so you look at your handicap where it falls in between, and that's the actual shots you get. Okay. For the golf course. So the, if it's a real easy golf course, if you're 14, you might only get 11 shots. But if it's a tough course, like if you go to Beth Page Black. You'd probably get 21 shots, you know, 21 shots based on the, the course rating and slope. So it's just a universal number. It's not like a bowling average where if you shoot 220, 220, 220, you're going to average 220. It, it, it depends on the conditions and, and everything for the course. Like I would average like 200 on like a tough pattern. Right, right. And that, I guess that handy, right. If there was a formula to make a sports shot to a house shot, yeah. that's kind of what they what they do in golf. Oh, yeah, there is for like an average. So you could play from the Reds and post a score from the Reds. 
under and but it would just do that you get less shots. So a 78 from the Reds is probably the same thing as an 82 and some golf. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Just a different way to play it. So and I encourage playing a golf course in different ways, shorter, never longer, shorter. Well, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Um, so what what kind of what what was the highest like what was the hardest course that you've played on like what I mean, you've probably played on multiple different courses but like what was to, in your mind top of your head was like the most difficult course that you've played uh, on in your career the hardest the hardest greens I actually I ever putted on was last year in the in the championship at Ron where I played we played a Burning Tree Country Club and they were fat they were probably rolling like a fifteen. Oof, which is really fast, like really fast. Yeah. Ron blew his first putt. Like he's a great player, thirty-five feet past the hole. It was, oh, it, was, it was crazy. I mean, I hit a twelve-footer up the hill, like I was hitting a three-footer at Scooper. It, it was just the fastest greens. But um, a place like that, which is different, because we're a public golf course, so our greens, and we have very, very undulating greens. So even when they're fast, they can't be any more than ten. So I'm not just conditions I'm not used to. Well, because you get mo- you get multiple type of players that play there. You get you know novices and pros. Yeah, and you want you know. pace of, and for pace of play, you don't want people to right. to be out there for ten hours. Right. Uh, no, I heard someone came in the shop today and they said, I heard that the average player, if you just drop the ball around the greens at Augusta, they would shoot a hundred. Just trying to get the ball up and down around the greens. Shit. So you take a place like our wow. course that you go to Augusta, how hard? And these guys make like so. Yeah, you see. can't see the undulations that that, that, the, that there is on TV. You just can't see the severity of the yeah. slopes. It's way more than you can imagine. I'm sure. When guys, when professionals four putt holes, that's pretty. That's like me. Pretty like crazy putting. That's hole. pretty crazy stuff. So I'm not really. I'm not really. I'm. I mean, I golf. You know, I've had golfed multiple times. I don't consider myself a golfer. It's not really one of my main sports. But when I go out there. I have to give I give I, I give golfers a ton of credit credit because yeah, yeah. that's a it's a really difficult sport. Yeah, if you so. don't like if you don't know if you don't know and what you're doing, like if you don't know the sport and you're just going in, you're you're, you're gonna it's, it's an all day affair for you. Absolutely. But yeah. I mean, I want to be an all day affair. Well, so do I. Well, so do <laughs> I. Working, but I mean, so like, pay. Let me enjoy myself outside. Well, like what what John said with pace of play. At certain certain golf courses, you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, you know, for me, I mean, I'm not a. I, I can drive the ball decent. I'm not going to outdrive like you or John, not even close. But I have. It, a, it I have it far. Well, it yeah. Everything else is just got awful shit. Um, I've improved. So Which is his way of saying it's got awful shit. So, <laughs> so unpolished. He's unpolished. That's what it is. Well, if it wasn't for John, I would never play golf anyway. Yeah, we had an open spot. I was like, get get on our the college the college golf team. Uh, RCC yeah. golf team. RCC. So we had no spot. We had some good, good players, John Cross, Amrit, yep. Chate, some good, some really good players on that team, and and we had an open spot, and we were like, I was like, hey, right, get a free bag, yeah, get some golf ball, <laughs> yeah. exactly, get, yeah, and get some cor- experience in some golf courses that you'll never get to play. And right. I keep getting asked to come back too. But Tebow always asked me to come back. Exactly, right? All the time. He's the best. I don't even know if I want to golf with you guys now. No, no, it's right. a good time. I'm gonna, well, okay. I'm gonna be the weak. I, I shoot like eighty, or I shoot like one hundred and two. That's golf. I've shot under a hundred once, okay. and I was just on fire that day. I just was, couldn't be stopped. But it was, was like in the nineties, eighty-two. I think at Patriot. That's the great thing about it's a different experience for everyone. The average score is like a hundred and thirteen. Yeah, everyone thinks people are going out there. I always talk about the the bar golfers because Allie, shout out to Allie from Broke, Mrs. Future Mrs. Broke, Future Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Broke, um, Allie Wilhelm. Um, she bartends at, at New York Country Club, and all the guys come in like, "Yeah, you know, hitting driver down there, man, just flipping a wedge in the twenty feet." And she was, they didn't know she was doing the bev car watching them, and she goes, "No, you guys think 
<laughs> I just shouts him out. It's fantastic. So you should call him out on the bullshit. She knows so, she knows so much about golf. Anytime guys are BS, and she's like, yeah, I'm a four handicap. You know, just she starts naming all these golfers that no, people have no idea because she, so, she watches so much with me. So she basically does her job perfectly well. I feel like exactly. the I feel like the bartender at every clubhouse should exactly. be that way. Exactly, calling out the bullshit. Should that be called the bullshit? So. Shout you out. Well, I kn- I know Allie calls out the bullshit. Yeah. Oh no doubt. Oh, absolutely. But, New York Country Club, I think, is the only time I've ever holed out from the fairway. What hole? I think it was like either 15 or 16. Nice. For so it was on the par four? Yeah. It was nice. The last yeah. par four before the par three? So 16. Somebody, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I know I hit on top. I think I'd, uh, I think I hit on like right side, like top of the hill of the green and just disappeared after that. Oh, you didn't see it? Right, you couldn't nope. see it going. Those are fun. Whole lots are always fun. I had a I had a I had a tough time with uh, my driver when I was getting uh, in the midst of getting new clubs because I was using my dad's old clubs, which made most golfers laugh. Oh, they, the, they, they were yeah, they were old, and so I had I was dried up and yeah, they were pretty bad. So I was I was in the middle of uh, actually my irons weren't bad though, so I still use those irons, but. Um, it was like my driver and my putter was very old. So I upgraded those two. Um, and I, I upgraded my three wood cause I had a three wood that was literally a three wood. So okay. I, I upgraded. Really yeah. So, uh, my driver that I used to have was, um, it was, uh, what's it called when the flex on it, the shaft, the shaft. Yeah. The shaft was, was the, yeah, the flex. Yeah. It was, steel? no, no, it was actually, uh, it was very flexible. I don't, I don't know what it was. Uh, no, it was worse senior, than that. Senior light. It, it, so I used to, I used to, uh, I used to shank slice, slice, what the fuck ever. These, I don't, are, these are technical terms that he uses. Yeah. Right. So I, I used to hit the ball to the right. Yeah. All right. A slice, lot. Slice, yeah. So then I ended up getting a driver with a normal flex and it helped me out a lot, yeah, but it also, cause I've been using, I've been using the ultra flex for so long right. that I just adjusted. I had to adjust my stance. So I've been so used to that club that right. now with the normal flex, I'm hitting everything to the left. So like uh, my game's all fucked up. Yeah. I mean, since the last time I played, it's, it's important technology, but you don't need to go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars on clubs. I mean, you can, if you really trust, to. trust me, I did it, <laughs> but you need stuff that's appropriate for you. So I teach a lot of juniors and it, the hardest thing is, Oh yeah, I just cut my clubs down three inches. You can't do that. It's plays different. It's just totally di- so to have the, the appropriate clubs and you were using wooden clubs when you were using a lot of golf balls that were totally different than the golf balls you're using now. So you, you can't even compare the technology. It's, it's changed so much in the last since Tiger really came up. Honestly, in in '97, it's changed in the last 22 years, 27 yeah. years significantly. I'm in desperate need for new clubs. Yeah, desperate need. So maybe when I get new clubs, I'll give you my clubs. There you go. We'll trade. What else? What else? Whatever works, I'm I'm looking to improve the game. I do want to get out more because last year I was only out once, and yeah, I just I just I, I just haven't been. Can't even look, can't look at him in the face now. Can't look <laughs> once. <laughs> I've only now been out one. Jobs. I get to play Sundays and Mondays. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for everyone, you know. Yeah, it is. You try to find a day. A lot of guys just find a day they can play with their guy, and they play Thursday morning. Or That's what it was, man. That's what it was because I don't I don't really play with a bunch of people, yeah. so it was hard to find a schedule. Where when I do want to go out, right? Yeah, you know, if their schedule is fucked up, they can't go, or vice versa. They ask me to go, I can't go. Like that's basically what it was. I'm not going by myself, right? 
you know, I would rather play with a bunch of friends and have a good time than, you know. I agree. There's a lot of guys that are golf court. It depends on where you are, but at Spook Rock, there's always a game, which is nice. So if you're waiting around, there's always someone who's putting, waiting to go out. If you want to go and play, it's just so many retired guys there. And there's a big men's club, so every golf course is a little bit different, but that's what's nice about joining a men's club or something like that. You have like the other guys that are just as into it as you. Well, like a, like a bowling league. It's, yeah. it's the same thing as that. It happened to me at Rotunda that uh, it was me and two other friends, and there was Rotunda? a guy. Uh, yeah. What is it? Rotella? Rotella. Whatever. Rotunda. Rotunda. It sounds... I'm, I'm so, I gotta tell you, the tundra. I'm sounding like an asshole right now. But anyway, Rotella. It's only been there since '84. Right. Yeah, whatever. So uh, yeah, I went there with uh, me and uh, me and two other buddies, and we got hooked up with a fourth. It was just some some an older gentleman. Right. Uh, his name was Greg. He was a really nice guy, and we ended up spending the whole day with him. He ended up yeah. being a cool dude, but he was like a member there, and you know he plays there all the time. And he, apparently, he goes by himself. And he ends up hooking up with groups. Yeah, uh, that's, nice guy. He's just used to it. Sometimes so he was really cool. Sometimes you go home and you're like, that was a really nice guy. I mean, sometimes you go home like, that guy is. <laughs> I did it. Like, like a golf league, we traveled to uh, Montauk. I was supposed to do like Montauk to, the, Spock. to the tip, man. Yeah. And Joey didn't go, so I got stuck with somebody. It was the most miserable round of my life. Yeah. So I played with some great players. Who are miserable to play with? I played oh with some people God, who, who are not great, who are the most fun to play with. It it all depends on how well you, how fast you play, and just being ready and just be, having a good attitude. Really, just not throwing clubs, not going crazy. I've gotten into screaming matches on the course a couple times, and I get crazy sometimes. Yeah, you can't I mean, there's wasn't used to get. it wasn't us. It was a couple of older players. Me, it was I was just me, me and my buddy, right. and we just got in this huge screaming match on 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 a tee. Because we took too long on the green, which I don't think we did. Right. But well, some guys think you should play in three hours and or two hours and forty minutes, which is nice. I mean, you can, but the pace of play for a golf course is around four hours, four and a half hours. Right. If you're yeah. playing, you can't get mad at someone if they're playing that pace. Yeah, they got. They just got old. They yeah, just got just super frustrated. pissed at us they're and started coming at us. The golf course, but right. Is his name Sam Barreto? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was. He it was behind Spook Rock. It was two two older guys. I don't know. But those uh, are. I always think something could have happened to that guy that day. Just let it go, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We brushed it off after a huge Whatever. screaming match. but yeah. <laughs> Exactly. There's no balls are fired. We, yeah. We ended up just waiting for them to just pass through. And right. All they all they should have said was, hey, can we play through? Sure. No problem. We'll just drink a few beers and we'll wait for you guys. And I think that's, that's the problem with that's golf it. in general is that for the novice that like you want to go out there and play, they feel super intimidated because they're worried about a group like that, a group of experienced guys running up behind them and and pushing them and making them feel rough. Which is always, it is a worry in my I'm mind when I'm on the course. And it's definitely an attitude that kind of has to change. With I don't think I've done that where a group had was playing too slow. I think I airmailed air one over their heads. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's good. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm 13, 13 Rotella. I was like 260 out. Airmailed them over the green. With a four iron. <laughs> Three wood. <laughs> with a putter. Three wood. Cross over the green. <laughs> with an eight iron. No, it's, it's, Sometimes, yeah, but don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't fire them. Yeah. We're taking too long. Don't fire them. I just got tired of waiting. I was waiting for like 15 minutes. Patience. Patience by A-Rod. <laughs> this guy, John. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah don't also, do that. I was also <laughs> playing with three old guys. Too. I was playing with Sam, Joe Scott, and Frank Joyce. Oh, man. So, That's a fun group, though. It was miserable. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Masters. Yes, yes, let's talk about the actual uh, Masters. Yeah. So... 
you obviously you, you know more than we do about it. Like we know a little bit. Like I know that McElroy is the favorite, right? And he's he's usually up there in in the favorites. You know, right. in any in any tournament he plays in, right? But I know that he's finished in the top ten the last what? How many times he's played top five twice? Has he won the Masters yet? Correct. No, no, no. This would be his career Grand Slam, if right? Got, if he got the. Right, which is, I think, why is, I think why he's guys. the favorite. He'd only be the sixth guy to be in that club. Which very, very exclusive club. And I think that's what I think that's what's going to drive. I think that he think he really wants it. He really wants this win. He's I mean, mentally. He's talking about know. meditating and doing yoga yeah. and just being in a great state of mind. So but could knows, that be uh, something that could? Um, I don't could that be his downfall? He's had pressure coming into every Masters since, right. since 2014. So ever oh. since he had a chance to get to the Grand Slam, it's it's Rory. It's, can he get the Grand Slam? Can he get the? He's always talked about. Um, I think it's actually the least pressure now, even though he's a favorite, the odds on favorite, the least pressure that he, he feels personally That's good though. To, to, to win. I think he just knows if he goes out there and plays his game, he can be up there. And the only thing is a few breaks that you can't control. So he knows that he'll put himself in a position to win. As long as you're a few shots back on Sunday or within a few shots of the lead, you have a chance to win Masters. Yeah, no, I saw. You gotta be within the top ten, really, going to the final day. Well, I did like five DraftKings lineups because I'm regenerate. When they have Tiger is like the third most money. Yeah, he's fourteen. Like, he's fourteen to one. I think it's. I think that's a fan bet. That's a you know he's he's always going to be more of a favorite even than the the true odds would show just because so many people lay money on him like that. He definitely has a chance to win. He can putt well around those greens, but he's la- I think third to last in putting this year. That's bad. Um, it just all his stats across the board are kind of lower than they were than they were last year. I mean, he's not trending in a great direction, but can he do it? It would be a great story. It would be a great I would, story. I would be, uh, I mean, I'd be excited. I'd be crazy for him to win his 15th major after after uh, after five years now and all that stuff, the controversy he's been through. And then there's going to be a parade of waitresses and hostesses at the end, just like throwing their panties exactly. at him at the 18th I hole. I thought you were like waitresses and hoes. <laughs> Same well, but you got to tell you, but I think my guy. He just, he just shut down the whole restaurant community. You heard that? Waitresses and hoes, the same no, thing. I you heard that? I thought that's wow. Get out of here, bro. Whatever. I worked in a restaurant, and I'm not a hoe well, that much. Well, not who's, anymore. Who's your guy? Who do you predict? I think Dustin, man. No one's talking about DJ. DJ? He's he's led seven rounds in the last in the last few majors. I think in the last five majors, he's led seven of the rounds, and he's no one's talking about him right now. He's not him, Rory, uh, and and Rose and Kepka are probably in a league of their own as far as ball striking right now and just, just winning mate. I mean, Kepka won three of the last few majors. It, it, it's those guys are going to be tough to beat. I think could be a name on that list. Uh, one of my, per, one of my dark horses for that is uh, Jason day. Yeah. He's 20. I think he's like 25 to one or something. Right. I, I he's, he's a guy that you could easily put a, a bet on. He's, he's yeah. a good player. What about, what about JT? Justin Thomas. Just not, he, again, another guy is just not trending great. His attitude just doesn't seem um, like he's 100% confident in himself. I just I watch so much golf channel, and I just I see I see these guys in interviews all the time. I I just don't see it feel like he is really in the mental state to to win the Masters right now. I mean I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of his. I show him as a, as an example to a lot of my students because he's a he's a lot more upright, gets the club up, a nice position. But uh, yeah, I don't think he has he really has a chance to win this. But again. Is everyone anything happen? You never but, know. Yeah. But it's a fun. There's a, just a few things. No one, no one who's ever, made, no one's ever made this their first PJ Tour win. So you can take the list. There's 87 guys in the field. 
and you can kind of knock it down to 35 guys pretty much. Well, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, cause it starts tomorrow, the 11th. Yes. Um, tomorrow, uh, I'm looking at the schedule for, um, the pairings mm-hmm. for tomorrow's start. And some of these pairings are actually pretty interesting. Uh, you got the first pairing, which to me has three names on there. And I really don't really know. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how good they are. I'm assuming you would, but you got at 10 30, uh, Eastern time, you got Patrick Reed playing with Webb Simpson and Victor Hovland. Well, Reed's the last winner. Right. Uh, that's Sim- Simpson, right? Well, yeah. Webb, Webb Simpson. Another great player, U.S. Open champion. That took him my lineups. I mean, he's he's a great player. He can definitely win it. He's in the, that list of thirty-five guys. And who's the other? Victor Hovland. Hovland, I believe he won um, an amateur. He's a, one of the amateur winners to get into the field. Or, he, like, isn't this guy mm-hmm. playing literature to John Ram from whatever his last Oh, John Ram. Yeah, he's a. And that's another interesting thing. No one in the top ten world rankings has won a Masters. That's the first time ever, really, in Masters history. Yeah. So he's in the, the top ten rankings. He can definitely. Yeah, that little Sunday collapse at the players that everyone still talks about. Was um, that against? Uh, that was against Rory. You know, not against Rory, but he was a few groups. What about, what about Ricky uh, Fowler? Ricky could definitely win it. He's, he have, he's one of my guys I think could win it. He's not, does he have a, not a Masters? He's uh, not a major. No. A major. He has a player. He's not a major. So he's, you have to win a major. He could definitely win it. Well, Ricky Fowler uh, on here, um, his, his tee time's at 11.15, and he's playing with Cameron Smith and Rory McIlroy. That's a, that's a tough thing. Yeah. So that's... Cameron Smith's another great player. Yeah. But, you know, those two, when I saw Rory McIlroy and Ricky Fowler together, that's that's an interesting pairing to go yeah. at the same time. But then you got 11.04, before, right before that, that's when Tiger tees off that's a good with uh, Haytong Lee, Lee yeah. and John Ram. And John Ram. That's, that's a good group. Ram. I saw that pairing. Obviously, they show Tiger's pair, uh Pairings. Oh, oh, yeah, one one thirty eight. You have, and these are all Eastern times, by the way. One thirty eight is Dustin Johnson, Brian De- DeChambeau, DeChambeau, well, Bryson DeChambeau, yeah, and Jason Day. He's on a lot of guys' shortlist. DeChambeau. That's a that's a, that's a tough. Pair. He's been uh, DeChambeau has been all about the the putting with the flagstick. Yeah, I don't know is him. Then there was an article that came out that says you shouldn't. Do, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not, I don't want to get an argument about that. But that's his. He's the he's the mad scientist of golf. He kind of does things a little different than most players. Uh, whatever I mean, whatever works. He has single. He has single, he has single length irons in all, in all his clubs. All his clubs are the same length. It's, yeah, that's interesting. Weird. He swings super upper. He uses his left arm like it's just a lever and swings totally. He just has a different, totally different game than anyone else on tour. But he's a great putter on really fast greens, and I could definitely see him being in the mix. So that's interesting that they paired him with Dustin Johnson and Jason Day because those two guys again, those two guys have their own game too. Yeah. So that's an interesting pairing to watch, too. What about Bubba? Bubba can definitely. He's, again, one of my guys. He's on my short list of guys. Uh, Augusta's a shot shaper's golf course. You have to really see. He hit some funky shots. And you got to be able to see it. And sometimes you have to aim 20 yards right of a flag or left of a flag to end up by the flagstick. And a lot of players can't visualize and see that. And Bubba could just, he, he could see it, which is different, which is why he feels really comfortable at Augusta. Uh, I would not be surprised if he was in a, if he finished the top five and even wins it. He's at, he's in my top five list of, of guys I would pick. He's playing well right now too. He had a few good finishes lately. Now, so. Who do you think is going to finish lower, Tiger or Phil? Who's a who's better score? Finish. Who's going to have a better score? Yeah. <sighs> I think Tiger. Ah, man, that's that's tough. That's a tough question. That's tough. Those like, two have been battling forever. I, think I just read an article not that long. I think according to Sports Track, like Phil was like their pick, and he they picked Tiger to win the. The, the tour championship last year. I don't know. 
Phil, Phil can definitely roll the ball at at Augusta. He's playing better than Tiger is right now. Four miles. I mean, no, well, ti- I'll I take mean, I'll take I'll take Tiger though, just because I think he's gonna he's gonna step it up for the Masters. I hope so. I, I think he's gonna step it up. And Tiger's got a little bit. Show. Tiger's got a little bit more of the spotlight right now. Yeah, I think. Because I feel like if Tiger yeah. plays good, I think there's more of a crowd. Yeah, oh, so much of course. More. Of course, you'll never see anything like the the stampede of the Tour Championship last year. Mm-hmm. You know, Rory's like, "You got to move forward, man. You're gonna get run over." That's what he says. You guys, we got to walk because he was walking so slow. There's thousands of people behind him walking. It was crazy. He's a diff- the Tiger effect. It's it's different. Different golf. It really is. Speaking of uh, Phil Mickelson. Um, his tee time on Thursday is at 149, and he's playing with Justin Rose and Justin Thomas. Jay Rose, baby, he's yeah. on my he's on my list of guys. That's, that's a good one. That's a good pairing. He's my favorite player, Justin Rose, personally. My personal favorite. I don't know who my favorite player is. I really, I'm really, I like really don't. Johnson. So, I mean, I'm the person who likes to the ball far, so whoever hits the farthest. The thing about golf, it's not like it's not like you have to like the Steelers or something like that. You could like all a bunch of different yeah. players, and if they're in the mix, you can root for that guy that week. Danny Lee, it's our boy. Danny Lee, he's, he's a beast. He's a good player. That's my buddy, Rich Lee, Richard. No relation, though. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> They're both Asian, but there's no relation. No no Lee relation. Man, you're being a little savage today. Whatever. First, the restaurant injury. Uh, injury. Uh, in- injury. The yeah. restaurant industry, and then... Well, it just I thought that's what it sounded like, but... Some hostesses. I mean, hostesses. The the last the last one uh, that's on here is a uh, one of the one of the better pairings I think personally is at uh, two p.m. Eastern. It's uh, Jordan Spieth with Paul Casey and Brooks Kepka. I like Paul Casey. So do I, and that, that's why I think those three. Brooks, he gets the ball. He gets the ball a ton, doesn't he too? Yeah, I mean Brooks. He went. He went three to last six majors. He's a he's a, a beast. Tiger was always spoke highly of him um, as, as a player when he was rehabbing 2016-27 before he even won a major. It's just Brooks has a different sound off his club face than most guys. Him, again, him, DJ, Justin Rose, um, and Rory McIlroy kind of are in a, a league of their own ball strike, ball striking wise, at least, and overall game. It just, it just, it's tough. It's whoever's trending at the right spot. Yeah, I think a different schedule this year makes it a little bit different. Phil was talking about that. He couldn't prepare the same. You know, they had the players. The players are ready. Yeah, now so, who? It's always later. Now who? Uh, what do you think is going to be leading after day one? What's the score? This is always a five under. It's five six under. It depends. Depends. Seven. Depends are easier. Yeah, sixty-six. Freddie Couples will throw a sixty-nine in there. And just you know, shoot a little three under. A little dagger. He'll make the, he'll make the cut like he has every year ever. So I know I don't know how he does it. He because he's father time because he hits the ball in the center of the face every time. <laughs> and at Augusta, you do that, you're in good shape. Yeah. Good play, cool place, man. It's the one place that I would, I, I really want to. That's my on my bucket list of have a place that I, I want to play, really, which would be an honor. But just step rounds on. So I want to just do it for your bachelor party. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little play because the last name is broke. How are you gonna play? <laughs> you need a little. You need, a, you need an invite. You're not getting twelve maniacs on whatever. I'm like, oh, <laughs> adjust it. Even Laudine when he played, he had to use a a, a, a mat with him. A little, it was a few weeks before, yeah. And you had it on the different tee boxes. Yeah, they protect the court. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's, it's not like you're going to be able to get the strippers to dance on the golf cart in that golf course. Yeah. Come on now, let's be real. I'm not strippers. Sure <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so real quick, I just uh, I'm looking at the uh, the Masters odds, and one of the names that it, we've we've mentioned. So the order is like McElroy's the favorite, eight to one, and Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, 
um, Rose, Tiger, Rom, Fowler. And then the name on here that I haven't heard yet from you is uh, Molinari. Oh, Molinari. See, Molinari never plays well. I like Tommy Fleetwood though. at the Masters. Which, which I, you know, I mean, he's he's been he's played in how many Masters? Molinari, I think twelve. Yeah, so 12 I, it could be. He's, I mean, he's his, tied for twentieth was the best he's ever had. It was last year. His his he's odds tied. are his odds are eighteen to one right now, which are not bad odds. No, I mean he's a, he's a major champion. He won the Open Championship last year. Obviously, uh, really good player. Doesn't putt well on super fast greens though. It just doesn't. It doesn't suit his game extremely well. But could I mean could his long game uh, overshadow that? I mean he's such, he's one of the best ball strikers. Yeah, he's one of the best ball strikers on tour. Yeah, I mean I don't see it. I don't. I don't see him being able to, to make a run. Just the putting. It, it's so different than what he's used to. He he can win an open championship because those greens are about nine. Speed's about nine. Mm. Greens are a little flatter. This is a different animal. This is Augusta's tough. And if you've played there. If you haven't figured it out, they say if you haven't figured it out in your first few, you're never going to figure it out. You know, and he's had over ten opportunities to play there, and never played well. So yeah, it was love the guy himself. He's a great player. I don't think he has a chance this week though, because he's he's one he's one of those players that I seem like every time I turn on the golf channel, always up there. He's always usually on there, and uh, yeah, it was just weird that that was one of the names that was on the list that uh, just hasn't been mentioned yet. Yeah, no, I, again, Fleetwood is a guy. No one's that he has doesn't have a PJ Tour win. Most people don't think that. He's a European Tour guy. has many wins on European Tour. Doesn't have a PGA Tour win. No one's ever made that first PGA Tour win. The Masters. I mean, I don't take everything. His, you know, history is always meant to be broken, but I don't see him. I don't see him winning this this Masters either. It's just those, those two guys are, are are like two trap bets. I would I would think they look good. Their odds look good, but there's really very little chance based on the success that they've had. Do you think he makes a cut? I would I would be bold to say Molinari does not make the cut. Actually. On what day? Second, they cut second day. Yeah, I don't think he'll make the, the weekend. First, really, he won't make the first. Cut. I don't okay. think he'll make the weekend. All right. Yeah. I I just stumbled upon something because I have I have in front of me the odds of every golfer in here. Yeah. And I just stumbled upon something that I might take up on right. just because it's golf and no one cares. Well, I, people care, but nobody cares about golf. Twenty five hundred to one. Ian Woosnan. Ian was 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 Nam was Nam yeah it's not, it's not possible twenty five hundred he's too to one old. he's too old he won't make the, he won't even make the cut <laughs> those are guys so the, <laughs> if you win the Masters you get an invite for the next fifty years so most people play as long as they can like Larry Mize is still play like there's some guys who have who don't play but they'll shoot eighty and eighty or seventy eight and seventy eight and and just be in Augusta for that week because it's an honor to be there here's another one twenty five hundred to one. Larry Mize. Larry Mize. So, yeah, Larry. He plays every year. Brett <laughs> Couples is probably two fifty to one, probably because they don't. They don't like crazy. I don't know, man. Like these. Oh, there's another one, Mike Weir. Yeah, Mike Weir, yeah, former to one. champion. But Larry Mize is five thousand to one. That's not what I'm looking at. CBS Sports five thousand to one. Two hundred. That's the same thing. Plus two hundred and fifty thousand. It's the same. It's just yeah. Just Whew. What about uh one person I'm missing? Under the radar, Sadeki Matsuyama. Matsuyama, his odds moved actually from forty to one to thirty to one. Yeah, yeah, his name came up on here too, and it's... he's a highly bet guy. Everyone bets him every every major. He was the best ball striker on tour two years ago, for actually three years ago and then two years ago, and then he had a wrist injury, hand injury, kind of not the same, not the same player. Um, I don't think he he can't he can't put it around Augusta like some of the other guys can either. 
but his ball striking is great, obviously. Actually, one other name on here that I didn't see in the normal one is 35 to 1 is uh, Xander Schaff. Xander Schaffler. That, Schaffler. That's yeah. a sleep. That's a sleeper pick. Yeah, I just he noticed can play that. Golf. He could play anywhere. He could put on any any speed. Green. He could. He's a, he's actually tenth in the world right now. Most people would not know that. That Xander Schauffele is. I had no. I had no idea. That kind of just uh, hit me there. Yeah, he's a he's a dark horse, young guy, fearless. You totally see him going out there, and uh, and winning that. He won the players. He's a players champion. Tommy Fleetwood, eighteen to one. Yeah, I don't like Fle- again. I don't like Fleetwood. Don't think it's. It's in his cards. He, no one's made their first PGA Tour win the Masters. And I'm not gonna. I don't think Tommy Fleetwood is gonna break that mold. VJ Singh. VJ. Thirty work, to one. His work. He's thirty to no. No, three hundred to one. Sorry, I missed a zero. VJ's <laughs> VJ's workout routine is sick. You guys watch this? No. He takes tires. I think pull tires and swing them like, <laughs> on the pad. Throw it. He's like hitting. He's hitting a hand. He's taking a weighted thing and like smacking. The, he, he's an animal. Um, he is. He can't win, but he's. Well, I always feel like he's always on the cut, though. He always makes the cut. Oh yeah, always. He's, he was in contention a few weeks ago. At the player, he was in contention at the players last year. Uh, uh, a few weeks ago. Now, are we to expect uh, Sergio meltdown? He, he, Sergio's been such a baby this year. I saw him freak out in that one bunker. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I loved every second. Of he's it. been doing, and he brought, and he messed up eight greens and that and like off course that oh day. Yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been bad, Sergio. Did he get fined for that? He got fined big time. Yeah. He uh he's been kind of something's going on with Sergio, and Kuchar too, man. The whole thing with the caddy, but oh, yeah. he's he's that. actually on my list of guys too. I think the one Kuchar he he was he was in contention in 2014. People forget he's been in I contention think, a few ma- uh, masters and I think he's leading FedEx Cup, isn't he? Or second behind Rory. I uh, it's it's changed it around though. Like he was he was leading it for a while. He's having a good he, year. he went too early early season. Yeah, he's having a good year. He's having a great year, despite his little controversies, I guess. Well, anyway, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting Masters. It starts tomorrow, yeah. uh, ten thirty Eastern, uh, is the first major tee time uh, with you know major players. So it's I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm I usually watch as much as the Masters I can every year. Try yeah. to, but uh, it's gonna be exciting. It's an exciting time. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally different presence yeah. than, than any other tournament. The music has its own music. It's its own tournament. I mean, the Masters run that that club runs that tournament. You know, it's the only it's the only major where it's at the same place every year. Uh, you know, Bobby Jones. It's just the, the history there. It's it gives me a chills talking about it. I, I wouldn't. I could only imagine playing it. And I can only even imagine further winning it. Yeah, it must be the most yeah. unbelievable feeling for these guys. It's just, it's, you know, that's the top of your sport, no doubt. Everyone here. Um, now I'm looking at predictions, and, I, and again, these are these are. I'm I'm getting my information off of Bleacher Report, and they send me to different links for stuff. But they are predicting a Rory McIlroy victory. Yeah. Um, Dustin Johnson. They're predicting a third place finish. Um. You know, uh, are these really the only two names on here? No. I don't know, but but they everyone seems to be on the Rory bandwagon. For this one, yeah, because uh, he's been kind of circling, like he's kind of circling the leaderboards throughout, you know, any Masters that he's played in, yeah, and he, I think it was top five twice. You know, he's yeah, he's circling. Twenty fifteen, I think he was top five. Yeah. I don't think it was. Was he again? He might have. Been. It, it was. He, yeah, uh, from, from what I remember, twenty fourteen. He's he's good. He's this he's, is a, this, well, this right? is off the top of my head, and I think I remember hearing that he was he was finishing the top five twice mm-hmm. in the Masters. So I mean, he circled it so many times. 
just hasn't. Like I think of the last one. I think I think it was 2015 uh, when he f- finished in the top five that he was he was leading the pack for a while. Yeah. And then just kind of bombed it on on the last day on the on that Sunday. Yeah. That, shot like a 70 something. That helped drive into uh, into 13. I'm pretty it. sure that, that's yeah. the same one I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was watching that live. I go, no, he didn't hit it to the houses. I mean, he, it, he was 70 yards left of where uh, of where anyone else was the whole week on that tee shot. He just double crossed himself. Now, but that's the difference between old Rory, who couldn't hit the cut off the tee. You know, if you're talking just now, he can hit the cut off the tee, which he feels comfortable with, which you have to be able to do at Augusta, which is why he can hit a nice big towering draw on command, which is his comfortable shot, and then he can hit this five yard cut. And when he's hitting at 320 in the air, 315 in the air, like he is, there's only a few guys, again, a few guys like Dustin that can really reach him and, and play the holes the same. You know, when you're hitting driver seven iron into par fives, it's a different game than guys hitting driver three wood, driver hybrid. Yeah. Just different. You're going to score, your score is going to be better. I know that feeling. It's par five scoring <laughs> average. Par five scoring average at Augusta typically wins it. And that's, I think Rory's going to eat up the par fives. Let's hope so. You know? There was the par three tournament that just passed. Yeah. Um, I pulling it up because he can't win. No one's ever won the part three and I want to talk. So take another guy off the list. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, pulling it up right now. It was, so I had to work all day. I couldn't watch golf. Matt Wallace. Oh, Matt, uh, Wallace. Matt Wallace and Sandy Lyle played a playoff and Matt Wallace beat Sandy Lyle. Sandy Lyle came up and just barely beat Bubba Watson out. That's awesome. To to force to force the um, the playoff with Matt Wallace and Matt Wallace came up. I love the part three tournament. There was a hole in one in the tournament too. Well, so they, they put the pins uh, in great I, spots. I, they try they try to. It's a lot. They, I think last year then they had uh, Jack Moss's grandson. Yeah, when you know, when you know you're out of it and you don't have a chance at that point, then they'll have like your son putt for you, and then you make it fun. Yeah. You know, these guys don't take it serious. Well, your family thing for them for the older guys especially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had Jack Jack Nicholas's grandson penalty yep. and hold it oh yeah yeah i forgot about that right yeah. that was awesome like right that was awesome last year it was like that t- the t box oh, of was arnold jack nicholas and i think like gary player yeah i would have been crap myself yeah you kidding me but i would have prayed skilled that thing three feet right in front of me <laughs> no it's it's fun man I can't it's even, all about the family for that. Can't even tell you how many times off the tee that I, it just falls right in front of me. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Augusta. Tiger was saying that. He goes, most tournaments you go to, they cheer just when you hit the ball in the air. At Augusta, yeah. <laughs> at Augusta there's a different huh. level of expectation. The fans make it different. You know an, an eagle roar as opposed to a birdie roar. Yeah. It's just different. That play, he goes, he said, I'm, I'm so lucky to have been a part of it. He goes, I want to be a part of it in the future now still. He wants to be in an action on Sunday. Yeah, he wants to be there. I think he's planning on it. You got you can't win the Masters in the first round, but you could lose it. You know, you, you can't. That's right. So you got to be within the top ten going into the last round. Consistent as a fuck. Everyone who wins the Masters in the last thirty something years, you've been in the top ten going into the last round. So no one comes from eight shots behind. You got to be within a few going into going into the Sunday. And I think the Masters, any any major, uh, it's just that's one of those things. It's just the, one of the hardest things to win mm-hmm. in any sport. Oh, definitely. You know, so like even like any basketball playoffs, football playoffs, whatever. I mean, yeah. it, it is what it is, win or lose. But you have to be so consistent. And you have to be so yeah. Golf, you're beating a huge focused, field, right? You're beating a huge field, right? So, yeah, exactly. Like, we're supposed to beat. Oh yeah, you're seven to one to beat eighty six other guys. Right. Okay. It's kind of like a poker tournament. 
Yeah, yeah. Huge, you know, you got a huge field. You have to, you have to play so consistently. Yeah, Daniel, where Daniel Negreanu could... is going to be seven to one in that field, even though there's ninety players. Exactly, He's that much better. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, right. So, like, yeah, it's 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 one of the and, and you know what? It, I, it, there's a lot more skill. You know, the only difference between yeah. the po poker and golf is that poker you can have a lot of luck, but golf, golf is. That's a huge skill. It's a huge skill factor yeah, more, I think, in that. Oh, absolutely. So there is some luck in that physical, also, physical but at skills. the same time. Yeah, like, still, poker is still got to be mentally tough. Yeah, you got to be mentally tough, but there's a lot of luck that goes with that yeah. too. In golf, I think it's more on the skill side. It has to be. Yeah. You have to have the focus, plus it's multiple days. And, and attitude, and, and that's why you take someone like Rory who is – or Jordan who gets you know flustered. You, you have to stay calm. And take it shot for shot. You're going to have terrible breaks. And Augusta, if you're at the wrong side of a bridge, but you hit a great shot by a foot, it could be a difference of being 90 feet further away from the hole. But you, you can't, you can't lose your mind and lose your cool. And that's the guys who win the majors. Reed kept us cool last year, just and and kind of cruised and and it's cool to see those guys manage a game when they're playing at the top of their game. And that's when Tiger was playing, all he had to do was show up. <laughs> some, yeah. some weeks with his B game, was doing it. But <laughs> but these guys, it's cool to watch the best players in the world play the best. It's, it's, it's cool. Stuff. And it's all, it's all, it's also all about like you make a mistake. And I think in my mind, how I personally, cause I, I mean, I play a lot of poker tournaments and in my mind, I'm usually like, a, everyone makes at least one or two mistakes during a tournament like that. You just have to know how to move past your mistakes, which I think every golfer is going to make. It's, 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 it's inevitable. No matter how good you are, you're going to make a mistake at some point, yeah, at least one mistake. You're going to make it. The whole goal, the whole thing is to get, do your best to get past that mistake and move forward. Absolutely, you're gonna make a bogey. You're gonna have you're, a bad bogey. You're gonna how have a Ricky, bad bogey. How about Ricky earlier this year when he dropped the ball and then it went rolled into the uh, water? Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Actually, he was he was leading by like five shots. Yeah, and he goes, he hits on the green, makes the putt. They go, is this for a six? For yeah, a seven? They didn't, seven? They didn't even know it because they don't see you don't see that every day. So he grinded out. He made a few bogeys, a trip, a double, and ended up holding on to win. So. Yeah, he lost lead. He got the lead back. He's he's the best. He's the best role model. He's not my favorite player. I love Ricky. He's my a favorite player. Golfer. No, he's just a great role model. He, you can't tell if he's twenty five over or twenty five under. It's still the same. Same player. guy. Signs the same autographs. He realizes how lucky he is to be playing golf. And I think these guys all realize that at Augusta this week. But uh, that tournament they played in though, that was the waste management tournament. Yeah, that's the best tournament there is. That's Ali's favorite. favorite I love tournament. it. Yeah, it's a fun. I one. would love to go watch that. That's the biggest crowd. At golf ever, yeah. Sunday at the they keep breaking their record every year with like two hundred and twenty thousand people. Sheesh, of, yeah. uh, attended. It's no joke. Attended, no, yeah. That's zero waste. Also, it's waste management, but zero waste. Everything's recycled and yeah, yeah. pretty I cool tournament. It's, like, it's, it's a good tournament. tournament. Yeah, it's, it's a cool tournament. It's like what the sixteenth hole, it's like a par three. That's when Tiger did the fist pump up. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did the hole <laughs> when he was young. That was the last. That was the last horseshoe. That was the last hole one. Yeah, it's like the it's like a horseshoe. It goes, just goes right around the stands. Yeah, the that's a great, that's a, one, oh of, most, one of the most famous parts where you can go. And if you hit a bad, they'll let you know. They let you know. If you're not within 25 feet, you gotta move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you get yelled at the boo. I saw something, there was, I forgot, it was, uh, it wasn't Kepka, it was somebody else. Where they had someone, a girl with uh, Down syndrome hit it off the tee, and she actually parred the hole. Sick. That was, oh, I, I did. watched that video 20 times. I so, did yeah, see it, that. It was, yeah. Kucher was on the green. That, and, 
who's a Kutcher, Gary, uh, Gary Woodland, Gary Woodland, and Kutcher, and it, she make, I got this, she goes, I got this, yeah, I got this, and she goes, great shot out of the, great shot out of the bunker, you got this, and then rolls the putter, it was the coolest thing ever, with ease, yeah, it gave me chills, yeah. that was cool, makes me look like I fucking suck, um, so, yeah, I, I saw that video too, it was pretty inspiring shit, that's, that's something yeah. that, that's scared, all right, so, we've had a uh, really, Really nice discussion with you here on the show about uh, coming up Masters. It's good to have you on the show. Um, real quick before um, before we do uh, guilty or not guilty, which we didn't plan, so no. it's going to be interesting off the top of our heads. Um, For those of you who don't know, guilty or not guilty, yeah. you just say something like a prediction or something. You say guilty, it's true. Not guilty, it's not true. Like, okay. It's not going to happen. But uh, uh, real quick before before we um, we'll each do a guilty or not guilty real quick about who we think is going to win the Masters. Okay. A Rod. Uh, I'm gonna go with Justin Rose. Like Justin. I like you know. Rose. I mean, he's he's another. I think he's a guy that kind of oozes consistency. Yeah, he's so I. That's a that's a good guilty. Third favorite, not a bad pick. Yeah, not a bad pick. He could definitely he got in that battle with Sergio. Two years ago, that was awesome. That was that was a really good battle. Um, I'm gonna go with DJ again. Not most people's favorites. I mean, he's one of the favorites this week, but not really getting talked about. Um, he is know. he is up there in the favorites. Well, so he can, I mean, a, but he can hit a draw on a cut and Wayne Gretzky's uh, son-in-law. But no one's yeah. talking about the golf. No one's talking about DJ being in contention this week. Really. I feel like he was always known for having trouble putting, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's a great putter. He's a great putter now. He's improved. His putting stats are yeah. highly improved. Um, and his wedge game, which is what you need. To, you know, yeah. got to be able to hit your wedges to a distance. He can do that now. And at Augusta, if you can hit, if you're hitting driver, you know, three fifty, and especially let me backtrack with soft conditions right now. The balls aren't going to be going three fifty because it's been raining. He has more of an advantage. So yeah. And from what from what I've been reading about uh, Dustin Johnson is that he's also one of the best golfers in the world that can handle hazard play. Yeah. So I mean, he definitely knows his way around, you know, sand traps and stuff Great like that. Player. Right. So it, and doesn't a guy talk about a guy who just doesn't let anything bother him? He can make a triple on a hole, come back. He can be two under, make a triple, go to one over, and then go back to three three under. It doesn't he? Nothing bothers him because he knows it's going to happen throughout a round. He's and he talks about that. He's he's my guy. I don't know. His mental game strong. It's very strong mental game. Not people say there's not a lot going on up there, but he actually has a lot lot more than. So people give him credit for everyone says DJ's a, a dummy, but yeah. he just lets things go, which is key. Yeah, which I think is a good quality to have to let things yeah. you know brush off your shoulders. You That's know, a good way to move on. Like I was saying before, he's yeah one of the guys that can move move from his mistakes and do better afterwards. That's the main key there. Definitely. I think mine. I'm gonna have to go with the favorite. I'm gonna say Rory. There you go. So I'm gonna stick with the favorite. The one, two, three. I'm I I I'm gonna go at Rory only because of his past with the Masters. He's always been circling that drain, and I, I me personally, you know, like I said with poker, I've done the same. I've been circling, 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 yeah. you know, and eventually, Ooh. eventually you win. You know, you eventually you know. He's yeah. picked up so much over the years playing, you know, and coming up short. I think he's I have to go with the favorite. Yeah, no, I mean, I he's he's definitely there. He's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna be in contention. There's no doubt. He's He's not going to blow up like he has in the past. He's going to be up there. I mean, I, I mean, I'm hoping not, but, you know, like you said, the Masters, you never really know, man. This could be Tiger. I could be Tiger. So. That would be it. So, 
Like, that would be awesome. That would be that would be awesome. It'd be great for the game. Yeah, it'd be the great. Tiger, Tiger Ricky would actually be great because there's so many youth, youth fans, young fans out there. Even Phil. Phil's always good. That'd be a cool. I didn't Phil Tiger one two battle it out like all times. Oof. That'd be exciting. I mean, you'd get me think watching it that, nonstop. Think about that a year and a half ago, saying that never would have happened. Now it's possible. It's actually a possibility. Yeah. That those guys can battle down down the stretch like that. It's so. All right, give our predictions for the winners. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so you're our guest. Um, it's not just golf that mm-hmm. you know. Give us something something that off the top of your head. What do you think, uh, prediction-wise, guilty or not guilty, that you think could happen? Something something in any of the sports world out there. Okay. Do you know a little bit about baseball? Yeah, definitely. right. Um, uh, where's Ken- Craig Kimbrell? Oh, well, so like an ongoing thing for us. Craig Kimbrell oh, will end up hmm. on the Braves. The Braves, National League East. So you're saying you think Kimbrell's going to the Braves? Back hmm. to back to the Braves. What do you think? Well, he was in Boston last year. He was in Boston last year. He started with the Braves, though, right? Came up. I don't know where he started. Um, Kimbrell was he was on the Braves. Oh. Um, and what a team to get. That'd be a good team because they're good. Yeah, and their bullpen's not, I mean, they have a mixed. He's mixed spent right? most of his career in the National League East. Um, was he on the Phillies? I think no. Mike's just a big NL East hater. <clears throat> yeah. It's the toughest division in baseball yeah. right now. So uh, Right now, maybe. Yeah. It's, yeah, can right we now. Talk, can we just talk about now two weeks in a row, Seattle still has the best record. Yeah. Get, get it out now. Oh go God. ahead. Keep going. I'm going to keep going until we don't have the best <laughs> record. They're playing like crazy. I actually, um, in my, my one of my fantasy leagues, uh, what's the first baseman that plays for Seattle? I forgot his name. Ryan Healy? Yeah. Yes. Ryan Healy. Ryan with an O. Yep. Ryan, Ryan Healy. Ryan. Ryan. I actually, uh, I picked him up this week. I picked Pl- up. Plugged him into my utility spot. Daniel Vogelbach, who's been on a tear. Tear, yeah. Okay. Um, I have Kikuchi, right? Whatever. He's pitching, he's pitching right now. Yeah, he's he's been solid. He's solid. Kimber was on the Red Sox last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't go to the ring ceremony. Before we get to let's let's go back to the guilty, not guilty. We got off a little topic. Oh, sorry. Right. Um. So so you're saying that you're I'm saying, saying that I'm saying guilty. He's, he's gonna go to the Braves. He's I, gonna go somewhere. Know, like how can he not like? How do you not play? I drafted him. How do you not have a team? It's killing me in fantasy. Go somewhere. <laughs> Craig Kimmel, if you're no, listening. I, like, I have Dallas Keichel on my team. I have Dallas Keichel on my team on the bench, too. Um, here's the thing, man. Um, Kimbrell, wherever he goes, he's going to be the ninth inning man. 100%. And uh, the Braves could use a ninth inning man. Um, I'm actually, though, I'm, I'm going to say not guilty because the National League East has done so much already this year. Mm-hmm. Those teams are not really... I don't see any team in the National League East besides maybe, besides maybe the Mets, that are looking to sign bigger, bigger term players at this point. Right. Um, only because those teams have bigger term players. It's, it's not going to be the Marlins. They're rebuilding. You know, I don't think it's going to be the Braves because they made, like I said, week after the, week, the big deal last year. The eight, the last week, that eight year, hundred million dollar. To Acuna? Yep, Ronald Acuna um, Jr. got that huge extension, and then they yeah. signed Josh Donaldson's that one-year deal. Uh, I don't think – Phillies, they're obviously not going to make big moves. They're done making big moves. And Washington, uh, they were just sellers. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, besides the Mets, 
which I don't think they'll sign him. No, Although no. the Mets have had some bullpen issues lately, but Diaz though is. Yeah, he's yeah, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, he's been the shining light. But you got guys like Seth Lugo, Gazelman, yeah. fucking well, Familia. Like, like, Kimbrel wouldn't go anywhere unless he's the guy. Right. He's exactly. Guy, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's another. I mean, the only reason why the Mets would sign Kimbrel is for um, bullpen depth. Edwin Diaz is going to be the ninth inning guy. Right. One hundred percent. Um, they might sign him to replace Familia as a setup man because Familia's had a slow start. But that's the only. That's why I'm saying not guilty. I don't think he'll sign because I don't think he. Uh, I don't think there's room for him in the National Maybe East right time. now. Maybe short term though. Then he then he get traded somewhere. Just, just right. They could do what the Braves did to Josh, Josh Donaldson, or yeah, ha- have him on a one year deal and then use him as trade bait at the deadline. If or if you're tanking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Or right. Not get him back. Just let him go. Right. Yeah. Get something for it. He picks for it. He left. Got a ring. They came back. So yeah, I mean, Rosario came back. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you can also go to say guilty or not guilty. Dallas Keuchel signs in National League East, but like I said, the only team that I can see making a move right now would be the Mets. Yeah. And it's interesting because the Mets have not severed ties with Dallas Keuchel with talks with him, and also uh, the Mets skipped Jason Vargas. They're, they were running a four a four person rotation this past week. They skipped Jason Vargas to really? start for Degrom, who got fucking lit last yeah, night. Yeah, that would be helpful. For the Mets. That would like be a big signing for the Mets. Fifty innings. That puts them in contention. The, yeah, Dallas Keuchel's a Dallas Keuchel signing, and Dallas Keuchel's not fucking around. Like like last week, yeah. he's throwing ninety pitch ninety pitches every five every five days. He's throwing. No, he's right. He's ready to start. In he's in he's weeks. keeping himself set. So. Really? I, I'm still. It still shocks me that those two aren't signed yet. Yeah, but weird stuff. I mean, does that make him number three starter? No, we discussed it last week. It would be four. He'd be behind Wheeler. It'd he's be, been struggling. Wheeler. A Wheeler's bit. been struggling. Yeah, but he's he's my favorite. Five years ago, I said he'll be the best out of, out of the bunch. He's only and had he's only had two outings. He's a, yeah. So you can't really. Not it's so early that. in the season, yeah. but yeah. yeah. True. But I, I mean, think the, Mar- the Mariners are in first place. But here, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. But he, here's so also the Tampa Bay Rays, exactly. So. Which I called, by the way. And the season now, right? Yeah, yeah. But here, here's the thing too. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point anyway, because we're kind of we're the rotation's been going around. Uh, this is the third time at, around the league. If wherever Dallas signs, he's gonna. It's still gonna be some time before he makes his first start anyway. So it really doesn't matter if he's behind whoever. Yeah. It's just who whoever. Like it, it could be Degrom and then Keuchel and then Noah. Oh, no, it's all about what the season is at this point. Yeah, so it really doesn't matter. It matters opening day. That's it. Right. But what are you going to do, man? I mean, it's it boggles my mind that they're not. I, it, it boggles my mind they weren't signed when pitchers and catchers met. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's crazy about the whole thing. I know. I had my fantasy draft early, and I got Kimball kind of later. Thinking he, I'm like, he's going to sign with someone before the season starts. Nope. Nope. I don't know, man. But, you know, waste of a talent right there. Yeah. Guy's a great player. Pitches 95. Can, Paint the corner. Got to be playing on a team. Got to be helping some team right now. Right. Keuchel too, man. But I'm yeah, no, we, no, we, we don't control the front office. That's very true. They might be asking, you know, they might be asking for, uh, you know, the TiVo that, and always <laughs> these other things in their, in their contract. In their contract that, uh, <laughs> that gets weird. No, I'm just. But you know, who knows? There might be uh, there might be tough guys to deal with as far as signing. Now you follow what team? You as far as baseball? Yeah. yeah. Yankee fan. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about all the injuries that's going on? The Yankees uh, are just... I mean, it's the New York Yankees. They'll be fine. Uh, that, that's why I said. It's so early in the season. It doesn't matter. He might not have a surgery. Andrew R. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, Aaron Hicks still out. Severino's still out. CC. CC. Severino's getting another CC's MRI done. done. I don't even consider CC a 
Which is last year. All right, so um, we are we're pretty much uh, almost done here, but I just want to give a shout out real quick because I this happened uh, last night. I know we're not big basketball people, but Dwayne Wade and Dirk and Dirk. Dirk. Both dropped thirty in their final game yep. of their career. Did they really? They put yeah, a show on. I'm, I'm huge Dirk yeah. fan, man. Can't go wrong with Dirk no. or Dwayne Wade. It was such Wade. a it was such a secret, but I mean, we kind of we've kind of been waiting for Dirk to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, it yeah. was just a big secret. I mean, Dwayne Wade. Well, they knew this year when they, when they made the All Star teams. That was their it was their final year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and that was a great when he. What he made three in a row, three threes in a row. Yep. He made one from like seventy-five feet. Yep. <laughs> he was like a forty-footer. He was such a fun player to watch. Yeah, he's, 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 he can move, he can dribble, he can shoot. Like he was the toughest. Yeah, he was a beast. Hall of Famer and Dwayne Wade too. Underrated because of the draft class he came out in. Right. Yeah, he was behind. He was with LeBron I mean, and Melo and behind Darko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Darko mm-hmm. Milicic. Mm-hmm. That was. But it was just it was just uh, one of those things that you know you look at it and you s- did you see the Budweiser commercial with Dwayne Wade by the way yes oh my god it was awesome tearjerker yeah Jesus oh, no. Christ able to, you know I was collecting all these jerseys right they had three people one was his mother gave him like a, a, like a, a church robe yeah because he, he he bought his mom a church right oh she went, I think she went to prison yeah she was in prison for yeah. a while like he got her like like her second life going. Then there was one with a the girl like her her brother played basketball and emulated Dwayne Wade, but he uh, he died. Yeah. So he uh, he swapped jer- his jersey with um, her brother's old jersey. Oh, and I think one game he had like prayers for like his name on his sneakers. Yeah, he wrote he wrote her brother's name on his sneakers for a game. And the last guy, yeah. the last guy, I don't know who it was. He had like he didn't have a jersey. But gave him a blazer. Gave, he gave his blazer from his first job interview. Right. Which is pretty cool. I don't know. It was just. It was just one of those. Episodes. It was just one of those commercials that you like. Damn you, Budweiser! You're like, all right. Like I heard it was a tearjerker, and I'm like, all right. Let let me watch it, see what happens. And I'm I'm on the toilet, and just, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm just crying my eyes out. Were so, you crying or concentrated? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> the right. moment the te- the moment the tears came out, I flushed out. Though, so it, it worked <laughs> that was out. It. Thank you, Dwayne Wade, for my BM. Uh, but yeah, so it was it was a tearjerker. I mean. Dwayne Wade is Dwayne. He's had oh, such a illustrious career. He's been an inspiration to so many people. So yeah, great player. You know, we like to shout out retirees here on the show. So That's right, big shout out to Dwayne Wade. Shout we out to also Dirk. Say that we we have a new person to score fifty. The oldest person to score fifty points, Jamal Crawford, last night. Oh, that's Did right. Yeah, fifty points. Yeah, fifty-one against the Miami. Wow, what is he? Thirty-six. Thirty-nine. He's Thirty-nine years old. Yeah, dropping sixty. Six man of the year every year. He's yeah. in the league for like yeah. Uh, like 16 years. Dropping 50 at 39 in the NBA. Wow. Dude. That's crazy. You dropped 50 How many three-pointers? Yeah. Off the bench, by the way. Yeah. How many three-pointers? Seven. Seven. Shit. He must have points. Oh, man. He was just, man. That, that's yeah. Like cool. That's cool stuff. I actually rewatched the Kobe 81 um, not, not that long ago. And where's the oh, great man. Stuart Scott? It's cool. It's the other side of the pillow. That was crazy. Rip. That's when he was... The best. Yeah, he was. He just, every free throw was just the like same. The only person to score 50 with four different franchises. Yeah, it was sick. That's insanity. He shot the ball a lot, but he was good. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was great, man. So, yeah, so listen, um, this is, ha- this has been a phenomenal show. It's great. It's great to have you on. It's I great to honored. have any guest on. I feel honored. Um, John Coley, really making it, Mr. Broke himself, really making it what it is today. Exactly. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Seriously. No, thanks for good time. This is great. It's definitely a pleasure having you. I could talk golf all this is great. Kidding me? Yeah. 
all day. Well, we would love to have you on again, man. Absolutely. 100%. Next major. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll talk about it. So listen, uh, real quick, guys, uh, just to reiterate, I am walking the MS walk on Saturday, Saturday morning. So go on my Facebook. I shared um, I shared the uh, the link uh, for Flynn's squad. So any donations are acceptable. Uh, we're near our goal. So we really like to help you out with that. Um, I'll give a donation for my birthday. Oh, stop making me blush now. Um, but uh, another couple things. Um, we are in the works. Uh Football season's over, but uh, we just ended our March Madness bracket. We are now uh, currently planning a fantasy football league Correct. for the for the podcast. Yes. That's the next big uh, the next big project for us. So next well, couple next couple we weeks will be a big project, but yeah, big surprise. We will hopefully, hopefully hopefully, but we won't mention any we won't mention anything more than that. So we're gonna leave you in keep suspense. Our fingers, keep our fingers crossed for that. Um, so uh, there's a huge things coming for the show. Um, so we just we're happy to have guests like John Coe come on the show, really uh, up the game value here. You know, we want to thank Anchor and everything like that. But we also, before we go, we want to talk. We want to thank High Tour Lanes. Oh yeah, I forget about them. Uh, yeah, good old High Tour Lanes. It's a good family fun bowling alley, which I bowl at. John bowls at. Oh yeah, baby. And I also kind of we ish do. bowl at. We play poker there every Tuesday. You go there, mention our podcast. You get both two games at the third free. Really? Yeah. Oh man, can't it's beat it. Good deal right there. It's a great deal. Get some good food. Great plate. I actually, hand to God, ordered pizza there last night for dinner. Yeah, I, so I, did I. Best yeah, pizza in Rockland. It really is the best pizza in Rockland County. See, now we don't think we're just bullshitting yet. We have another source that yeah. agrees with us. Oh my I God. Mean, there's no hands down. Yeah, Allie and I were last night. I'm like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I thought pizza? You can, you can never go wrong with it. It's yeah. the best. Yeah, 15 minutes. So, like, some, pizza. Sometimes Freddie gets lazy, time. but uh, when he gets lazy, it's still good. The, 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 Joe always picks. Such good ingredients. Yeah, it's such quality ingredients. That's the difference. It's it not, you're really, not getting the really sauce. Makes, you're not getting yeah. an the sauce. You're getting. Yeah. It's not. It's not just. It's not just the pizza either. I had. I had boneless buffalo wings last oh, night. Yeah. Oh my god, the, dude! The, regular the, regular the wings they, they bread themselves. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, high tour lanes. Uh, you can't go wrong. Good time. Good. Good family fun. Yeah. The people Some there are so good. Good familiars over there, man. You got Robbie. You got Joe. Yeah. Even Joe. even crotchety old Sam. Not me anymore. But no, yeah, man, it's it's a ton of fun. It's a lot of it's a lot of it's good bowling, good music on Saturdays. Yeah. Sunday, you got two dollars fifty cent games on Sunday. Yeah, man. The summer league starting, can't beat it. Mention the shit out of us. Yes, get some free games in. Yep. Um, like us, share us, follow us, tell everyone, tell your uh, your girlfriend and your wife. Uh, just I'm talking to you, Mister Broke. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> just kidding, Allie. Don't hurt me. Um, huh. But we're big fans of you. Thank you for being big fans of us, John Coe. Thank you so much. Is there anything you want to uh, say or you want to no, uh, no. Listen, talk I, about? If anybody wants to golf, feel comfortable, come to Spook Rock. We're there. Get some. I'll, I'll come by, help you out if you need help in the range before you go out. Just mention this podcast. Just mention this podcast. Yeah, that, you're, that you're here. I'll give you a free 15-minute lesson. Oh, for, that's for, amazing. For, that, see? for yeah. anyone who mentions this podcast. Can I take you up on that? Absolutely. You get a half hour. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, what? Really oh, so. I'm, all about growing, I'm all about growing the game, man. We got we need yeah, these young guys to start playing golf. I'm fucking, I'm here. fucking there, man. There you Are you go. kidding me? I love that. Um, yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Mass, dude. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Bro. Awesome. You guys are great. So professional. I felt we try overwhelmed with professionalism. Damn, we were professional. Fuck. Shit. That's not our intention. No. Too much God better. damn it.
Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we cursed enough. So there wasn't a lot of no. There wasn't a lot of profanity, but it was a good it's time. Masters Week, guys. It's more. It's, you got to say it like it's fucking Masters it's Week. It's fucking man. Masters Week. God you know, damn. Yeah, I've golf etiquette this week. So yeah, golf, you know, golf, golf, golf. golf. Thank you. Um, that sounds weird because no one can see it. They just hear that they sound. Just hear that, yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's not what we're doing here. I promise. So. Not until we're off the air, anyway. Yeah. But listen, guys, thank you so much. This has been Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. I'm Mike. I'm A-Rod. Thank you very much again for John Coe coming on the show. We would love to have you on again. Absolutely. Anyone who wants to be guests, we are taking uh, we are taking open slots, know. so let us know. On Mass, on, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud. Everywhere. Anchor. We're on Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere. And this is because of Anchor, too. Yes. Yeah. So we're just everywhere. Good to be. It's so good to be. Yes. Anyway, thank you guys very much. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been Mass, the Mike and Arrow Sports Show. I'm Mike. I'm Arrow. Thank you for listening, and we will see you later. Peace. Peace out.